Hello, friends. I'm Colleen Orcanian, and you're listening to Food for Thought, Spiritually Speaking, where we explore ways to have a more profound encounter with God. If you like what you hear, please share this with others or send me a message on my website at colleenorcanian.com. Now for today's episode called All of Me. In marriage, we're called to give ourselves fully to our spouse. We give everything, our whole heart. Maybe we don't start out that way because we don't actually know what that means, but if a marriage lasts and gets stronger through the decades, it's because the partners gave everything to the marriage. It's the same with God. True union with God demands that I give everything to Him because He has already given everything to me. St. Therese of Lisieux said, You cannot be half a saint. You must be a whole saint or no saint at all. When you hear that, you think, of course, at least I do. You'll find this idea of giving it all to God in many places in Scripture. Joshua in chapter 24 challenged the Israelites, Choose this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. In 1 Kings 18.21, Elijah is challenging the people who are fence-sitting. He says, How long will you go limping with two different opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. If Baal, then follow him. St. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 10.21, You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. And Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, You cannot serve two masters. God wants us, actually, he calls us to be wholehearted. We are to love him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. God wants all of me. He wants all of you. He doesn't want half a saint because he knows we can be a whole saint. He gives us all the grace we need to be a whole saint. The question is, are we open to that grace? Will we be like the people Elijah challenged who kept silent rather than choosing between the Lord and Baal? Or will we be like Joshua, who confidently declared that he would serve the Lord? And then he did it. Maybe you sincerely want to serve the Lord. You do strive to serve the Lord. Well, what does that actually look like? How do we serve the Lord with a whole heart? How do I serve with all of me? I think the answer is to look at each of the different parts of our life and give each of them to God. I can give my work to God. Now that doesn't mean I have to have a job in a church or in a Christian ministry. It doesn't even mean that I have to have a paying job. Maybe I'm a stay-at-home parent. Whatever my work, if I give all to God, it means that I seek God's will when choosing a career, for instance. It means that I'm a good worker, always giving my best effort on the job. If I own a business, I make ethical decisions that align with Christian values. My work is not separate from my faith. Rather, my faith strengthens me in my ability to work well. My good work gives glory to God. I can give my family to God. When choosing a partner, do I choose one who knows and loves God? I was in a long line last week talking to some college girls who were bemoaning the fact that the quality of eligible men on campus was pretty low. I suggested they look for men who love God first.
We can let God lead us to our spouse. If you have children, do you teach them about God? Is your relationship with God so important to you that they learn from your example? When you lose someone you love, do you surrender them to God like Job did? When he said, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away, blessed be the Lord. Is my faith evident to others in the way I live, in the way I serve, I speak to and teach and nurture my children? If God has all of me in my family, I realize that it is his family, not mine. I'm only a steward. We can give God our political preferences. Which comes first in my priorities, my political party or my Christian identity? Is my behavior becoming of a saint when I communicate with people who are on the opposite side of the political spectrum? If I give all to God, I can have civil, thought-provoking, healthy conversations with people who are diametrically opposed to my political views because I treat them with dignity, because they're made in the image and likeness of God. So does God come first, or do I need to win the argument? If I give all of me to God, winning an argument becomes irrelevant. I can give God my morality, meaning that I follow the laws he's given us. It's hard not to follow the morality of the times, but that's not what a saint would do. It might be what a half-saint would do, but definitely not a whole saint. We don't have to be the sin police pointing out the failures of others. It's more about looking inward and identifying our own weaknesses. Do I excuse my own behavior because I think the moral laws laid down in the Bible are outdated or maybe they're too difficult? Every time I do that, I'm settling for being half a saint. I can give God my friendships. Do I have friends who lift me up or do they pull me down? Do they make me strive to be a whole saint? Or do they encourage me to settle for less, for half a saint? And on the other side of that, what kind of a friend am I to others? Am I more likely to lift them up, to challenge them to be whole saints? Or do I allow them to settle for less? Here's an example. A friend is considering divorce. They're bored and they want something new. How strongly do I encourage them to stay and fight for their marriage? How willing am I to be the voice of God, encouraging others and calling them to a higher standard? What else can I give God? I can give God my time. In reality, it's actually his time. He gave it to us. So what does God want me to do with my time? Some is for work because work is good for the soul. Some is for family because that's the building block of, self, uh, of civilization, and it's my primary vocation. Some is for worship, when we come together in community to praise God. And some is for personal prayer, when we sit in silence with God, one-on-one. -on -one. We can ask ourselves if we use our time in a way that is pleasing to God. When things start to go wrong, or don't go according to our plan, can we surrender our expectations, our plan, and yield to whatever God has for us in that moment? We can seek God's will in every moment of our day. I do want to be a whole saint. And at the same time, 
I resist giving all of me to God. I want things my way on my timeline. Sometimes I get confused and I think my opinions must be the same as God's, and I resist hearing anything that contradicts my thinking. Sometimes I resist making changes in my life because I like things the way they are. God may be calling me to something out of my comfort zone, but my ears are closed to his voice. Sometimes I shy away from correcting my friends because I don't want to offend them or rock the boat. Why can't we all just get along? But Jesus didn't just get along. He spoke the truth. He was the truth. He loved the soul, and all of his work was to save souls. He died to save souls. How about us? How about me? Are my actions toward others based on my love of their soul, on my desire for them to enter heaven? That is the mind of a saint. I am definitely not yet a whole saint. I may not yet even be half a saint. The desire's there. The will is lacking. And so I strive. I pray. I take small steps. I try to trust God more so that I can give him all of me. It is exactly what he deserves. And now for some questions to ponder in prayer. Question one. In what ways do I hold back in my relationship with God? Where have I settled for being half a saint? And question two, what is one thing I can do to give more of myself to God? How can I give God all of me? That's all our food for today. Thank you for listening. If you found it helpful, please share this podcast with a friend. And may God bless you in just the way you need today.